0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Intelligent Training, Holistic Health. We are your hosts, James and Francesca, and today we're going to be discussing the benefits of resistance training and why everybody should resistance train.
1: Let's turn first, let's just list a few of the benefits because we have every single one of our clients do some form of resistance training. And there's a, a big reason for this, and that is because it's and- helps
0: with bone density, helps with muscle loss, helps with coordination, helps with warding off depression, helps with warden-off anxiety. The list goes on, people, but we will dive into these components. But yeah, there is, it is the best form of exercise you can do for longevity.
1: Yeah. So it is a fantastic anti-aging yeah, oh, tool, yeah.
0: isn't it? Yeah, it's- 100%. Yeah.
1: All the things, all the creams, all the face creams, all the things that you can use to get
0: that face in the gym ladies (laughs) get it out of your bathroom counter with your creams and take it for a swim in the gym i've got oil on today actually there you go
1: see and the (laughs) men.
0: that's neither here nor there no anyway so as we we digress about my skin routine yeah we're (laughs) going to mention some of the benefits of resistance training and why we feel everybody should do some form of resistance training and they actually should. Everybody should do some form of resistance training. For sure. Number one, because as you do age, things, you start losing bone mass, you start losing muscle mass, things start leaving you as you age. So you need to try and keep them around to maintain health.
1: Yeah, so bone density being a huge one.
0: Bone density is a huge one, especially in women. So any of the ladies listening, when you go through menopause, once you come out of menopause, your estrogen is very, very low. And estrogen is one of the things that retains uh, bone mineral density. So you need estrogen around to keep your bones strong. So this is one of the reasons women especially are more prone to kind of hip fractures and things like that as you get older. Mm -hmm. Because your bone mineral density has come down because of you going through menopause. Okay, so men, men, sadly, we just get um, the better end of the stick for a lot of things in health, um, and in general, sadly, it is it's on the change, but um, but yeah, so that is one of the things. So one of the things that you can do to reverse that is resistance training.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So by resistance training, to if you to increase bone density through resistance training, you need to load either very heavy or you need to create a quite substantial amount of force. So this means you need to get close to failure within your reps to put the desired stress on the bone for it to reproduce more bone.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so you have osteoclasts, so these cells within the bone called osteoclasts, they they synthesize or mineralize uh, bone. So this is gonna make it stronger. So exactly the same as when you go to the gym, you have to stress your muscle for it to get stronger. You have to do the same with your bones as well. So this is one of the benefits of resistance training. And in if you're not resistance training, then you can also use things like plyometrics. So this would be kind of hopping and jumping, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So this is just going to create a lot of impact. So the more impact and the more stress you can put through the bone, then this is going to cause mineralization and this is going to keep your bones stronger.
1: And it's great for, I mean, we, we do a group program called NAF fitness (laughs) yeah and with the group of people that we take through that program we went from you know complete beginners weight training went through all the techniques and one of the things that we implement throughout that program is is the use of plyometrics yeah and and for the reason of aging
0: yeah because we have a lot of older ladies
1: yeah and susie
0: <laughs> Please I hope Susie listens to this.
1: No, I hope she does. <laughs> anyway, so it's it's one of those things that is a massive factor when you get older that people tend to um injure themselves through falling, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's so another big thing, especially with the NHS. Oh sorry, you carry on. No, no, so through the NHS, there's a um there was a research study I read that I can't remember the percentage, but a lot. Of percentage of elderly people their main thing is they they suffer from trips and falls and when they when they hit the deck when they hit the floor obviously they, they get injured and this is where you get hip fractures things like that but if they if they're if they're well trained then they have the fibers around or the muscle fibers around to quickly react to prevent them from falling so this is another thing. So osteopenia was the um, the loss of bone mm-hmm. density as you age. But you also, as you age, have something called sarcopenia, which is the loss of muscle. So as we age, everybody starts losing muscle. And the type of muscle that leaves us first is the type two muscle fibers. So your type two muscle fibers, this would be correlated with things, people like sprinters or explosive people.
1: So everything fast acting. Very fast what? acting
0: and very strong. Yeah. So the characteristics of type 2 muscle fibers are they are very fast acting and they are very strong. Okay, But these are the muscle fibers that leave us the quickest and they will be gone pretty quickly. So your type 1 muscle fibers will stay around for a long time. Your type 2 muscle fibers will leave you as you age. So this is why, again, you need to try and again, resistance train to keep these around to prevent the trips and falls. So then if you have the type two muscle fibers around, if you do trip, you have the reaction speed to stop you, you have the type two muscle fibers that are fast enough and powerful enough to prevent you from falling. So this is a big thing. This is why when we did do the the NAF, uh, we wanted to keep uh, the older population, we want them this is one of the main things we want to prevent them from these kind of situations. Yeah. So we, this is why we do implement the jumping and we do implement heavier weights. Mm-hmm. So they do keep these two these type two muscle fibers around. And there have been studies in eighty year olds plus that shown that they can still increase muscle mass at eighty plus. So there is no excuse.
1: You're never too late. you never, never too late. It's never, never too, late. too late. You
0: can you can gain muscle in the latter years of your life and substantially as well. Yeah. So it is always worth uh, doing it.
1: So there's a loss of bone density that happens from a particular age, yeah, and that's when it starts to accelerate.
0: Yeah, well, it's if it's it's from my thirty-five.
1: Yeah, it's It's the same
0: with yeah. I thought it was
1: thirty-five, and yeah, muscle as well. So when you do hit thirty-five, that doesn't mean that once you get past thirty-five that you're too late. If you've never resistance trained before, you can still begin resistance training then and see fantastic benefits from it yeah, and, and increase the longevity and, and the, you know, the, the wellness of your body.
0: Yeah. And to give a kind of practical takeaway. So if you are resistance training, so the way um, muscle fibers are recruited in the body, it uh, follows something called Henneman size principle. So this, so type one fibers are innovated first because they are smaller and they aren't as strong. So your body is going to innovate the things that aren't quite strong just to get the job done. Mm -hmm. And then once things start getting harder and harder and harder, more and more and more muscle fibers will be recruited until you are maximally contracting every single muscle. So for example, if I'm chest pressing and I'm pressing away, and then once it starts getting heavier and heavier and things start to slow down, this is when your body will start innovating the type two muscle fibers. And this is why growth happens in the last few sets or last few reps of a set because more and more of the muscle fibers are getting innovated and these end up being the bigger and stronger ones, or they have a propensity to grow bigger and stronger. Yeah. So think about when you are exercising, if you already do, then when you start feeling again really hard, instead of quitting then, push through it, because this is when you're getting those type 2 muscle fibers uh, being innovated, and then this is where you'll get the growth or you'll maintain the muscle mass.
1: And that's why you have to lift challenging enough, weight within the rep ranges that you're following whatever program you're following this is why i think there was particularly obviously it's always advertised at women is using like tiny little 1.5 kilo oh, yeah. dumbbells yeah. or up to three kilo dumbbells using these tiny ones and doing like crazy little routines massive reps yeah. using the bands to no end yeah. and an advertising that you can build your bum
0: or you can so does qvc adverts
1: yeah any um...
0: person you see on qvc if is that's is that the channel the shopping channel I think it is yeah it is if QVC. you see anybody on qvc using one of those really crazy contraptions and they say oh this is how i build my body they are lying to you They're... they did not build their body on that the only way to get those kind of physiques is you have to progressively overload the muscle or overstimulating the muscle through increased weight or increased reps or sets, whatever it is, the little uh, like bands you're going to squeeze together in the little weights that you lift, you would have to do literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reps to get anywhere near the stimulation needed to uh, provide muscle growth.
1: And I think this is a good point. To um, I'm gonna I'll tell you something in a minute about the funny um QVC things, but this is a good point to just explain, and it, it is more geared towards women because I trained so many women, and uh, the most common question I get is, oh, but if I'm lifting these size weights, am I am I going to start to get really bulky and big? And just... no, no, you need to lift. You need to lift really challenging weights. But obviously within your strength and your for technique, a for a long, 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 long time yeah. to ever build up that muscle to a point where you go, oh, that's a lot of muscle. If it got was there. that easy,
0: every dude you would see around the gym would be, yeah, would be massive,
1: exactly. And because it's easier for men to build muscle, every man would be like that, and then every woman would be close to that yeah. whereas it, it's just not it's, it's very not. hard to build muscle it's so hard because obviously the nutrition plays a huge part as well so there are so many factors the best thing obviously it will build muscle and building muscle is what everyone calls toning so it's yeah. the same thing it's whether it's advertised to you as toning you got you want to tone and sculpt your body your muscles that is building muscle so yeah. do not worry I always say toning and sculpting because it, it relates to my clients. Yeah. My clients understand it. So it's an easy way to do it. You don't need to correct people and say, oh, well, that's actually building muscle, do you? Because
0: yeah. it's
1: whatever you relate to, but it's a great way to strengthen your body and and build that tone that, that essentially most people come to me and ask me for.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. So having having like a shapely body, like having a shapely bum or whatever it is, that's all down to muscle. Yeah. Okay, so it is it is muscle underneath the fat. And a qu- cool tip as well is actually having more muscle gives you the illusion of looking leaner. So mm. even if you have the same amount of body fat as someone that isn't, let's say, a buff, buff. the buff person is going to look leaner because it's distributed differently across the, across the body and you have the kind of the lumps and bumps mm. of the muscle, which then gives you an illusion of looking leaner. Yeah. So is, uh, if you're going through that winter bulk, then you can still look a little bit leaner um, because you have the muscle behind it.
1: Okay, totally sidetracking, but yeah. going back to the QVC, I wonder if anyone listening remembers, Do and I was talking to my clients about it the other day, do you remember, my parents had one, I don't think they do anymore, they used to have it in their room, the ab mat. That had the handles on it, so oh, you had yeah. the mat had one. with the cushiony head, and oh, yeah. then you would pull, it. pull and crunch. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. I remember seeing them on the QVCs all the time, and everyone was just doing like a million yeah. runs, going, phew, phew. It was so funny. I used to do that. I used to do that in my room. Yeah, I used to go into my parents' room and just do yeah, it. Just yeah, brilliant. Oh, yeah. Anyway, complete side note, but if there's if there are any other interesting contraptions that you had back in the day, let us know. Please let us know. Let us know. I
0: love them. Next one, um, I would say resistance training will also help your mobility and flexibility, even though people think it's the other way around.
1: Oh, I love this one. Cause yeah, this is one that everyone.
0: So most people think by training weights, it's going to stiffen you up and then you are not going to be as mobile as you once were, but it's actually the opposite. If you train correctly. So that is, if you train to your active end range of motion and by where i mean where i mean active is where you can actually take your body without weight or gravity drawing it into an into a different position so for example if you're lying on a bench press and you can get your hands if you're watching this you can get your hands to about here which is just above his chest (laughs) which is just above my chest with no with no weight so this is my active end range of motion i can't go any further than this but if i was to use a weight the weight would drag me past my end range of motion and this would take the tension off of the chest, off of the desired muscle. And this would stick it onto the tendons, ligaments. This would st- stick it onto other structures that you don't want it on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you need to try and stay within your active end range of motion. But if you do train within that range of motion, then you can start helping to increase flexibility and mobility.
1: I think a great example of this is squats. Yeah. So yeah. people see other people on the internet going all the way down ass to grass as many people say uh in squats and there are other people that cannot get to that range of motion yeah but that doesn't matter and it doesn't mean that you're not training
0: no no effectively yeah no that's it no just yeah train so that's it and then you've got to train to to your specifications of your body because everyone's biomechanics they are they are different so one person may have really long femurs so that's the thigh the thigh bone, and this is not going to be indicative Definitely. of a good squatter. Yeah, so example. Yeah. for example, Franny has a longer um, upper leg. So this means the way her body is is designed, that she's not going to be a brilliant squatter. And I'm not. And she's not. Whereas <laughs> I have kind of, no, I don't have stumpier legs, but I have shorter chinas. Do,
1: do you know what it is with you?
0: There we go. So, here comes a back end of compliment.
1: No, it's not. I was going to say, you're more in proportion. Yeah. Your torso is is a good length and your legs are a good length. My legs are really long. So and, but my torso is not that long. Sure. In comparison to my legs, I've got long legs that maybe like a 5'7 person would have, and I'm 5'5, five, five, but my torso doesn't make it up there. Hence why
0: I'm can't squat as well,
1: can't squat as well. And you call me Lanky Larry.
0: There you go, Larry. So, anyway, Larry, as <laughs> we were saying, so uh, how do we get on this tangent?
1: Well, because you can. Oh, you so, everyone's squat.
0: everyone, yeah. So, everybody has a different setup. So, that's the thing. So, you want to use your active range of motion, not what you've seen on Instagram or YouTube. So, just if someone says, Oh, it's got to be as to grass, doesn't have to be asked to grass. It is stay within your active range and do what you can do. But if you do get to your end ranges, and if you are loading your end ranges, this will help your mobility. Okay, so just for, for stretching, stretching hours and hours on the floor can be can be a good thing to do, but you would be it would be more beneficial to add load to those stretch positions. Mm-hmm. So if you can control the stretch position under load, your body is going to your body's going to realize we we're in this stretch position, we are under load and we're okay here. Maybe we can go a little bit deeper.
1: So it starts to kind of reprogram doesn't yeah. it?
0: yeah yeah so it's so you'll be able to gain more mobility and flexibility when you load certain positions yeah that makes sense
1: and i think that ties nicely onto the fact that it it's learning a new skill resistance training is great for your coordination and yeah. learning new skills because yeah. there's a lot of people who come to me and they haven't resistance trained before or not learned the proper technique and if they can't do it immediately, they get quite frustrated. Yeah, yeah. And you have to realize it's a skill like anything else. It's really hard to learn the right technique. You you shouldn't be expected just to go in and and be able to do every exercise perfectly.
0: No. And this is this is a, this is a huge this is a huge one actually. So I even have I have my current clients that I've been training for a long period of time. I'll do skill weeks with them. So this is literally we'll bring back some of the weight. So if we're doing like a deload, we'll bring back some of the weight and they will just specifically, they'll have to send me videos of each exercise and their number one objective of that set or of that those reps is to just perfect technique. Mm. So the more you can perfect your technique, the more you're going to put the tension on the desired muscles, you're going to be have better movement patterns and everything is just going to function a bit more optimally if you are using the right technique. And this is another reason that we said previously on another podcast is to standardize your reps. So make sure every single rep looks the same. And then this allows you to overload your reps a lot easier Mm -hmm. because you have a standard, you have a set standard. So if you come to that standard, say for example, one day you do 10 reps, the next day you stick within that standard and you make you get 11 reps, then that's brilliant. That's a good progression. Whereas if you did 10 reps and then you just like jerked up another two reps, that doesn't really count in my book. I would say you need to standardize your reps and then you're going to see real progress.
1: Yeah. So it's it's every, everything you do should be done with intention.
0: Yeah. And just and like what Franny said is it is a skill. So don't be, off, don't be put off if you don't, if you can't lunge straight away or you can't squat straight away. It's a skill and it's going to take a long time to learn it if you haven't previously done it. Yeah. So, but just, you know, that it is a skill and it, you will get better. Yeah. And it's a brilliant thing for you because it will help with proprioception. It will help with coordination. So it's going to help with just general day-to-day life. Mm. But um, having the skill of, especially the fundamental movement patterns will really help you in just general life.
1: And it's, it's wicked because when we did our NAF program over the summer where we had a group of people and we, we took them through training three times a week and we went through the techniques and we broke down movements. And getting to the end of those six weeks and then moving on to a few little harder things Listening to the feedback and people saying, oh, I moved a bunch of boxes.
0: Yeah. I did, it with, yeah, I did it with I did it ease.
1: Best. Oh, yeah. And I carried all this shopping.
0: Yeah. And... I carried it in for my husband.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It took a week
0: to carry it. I have to yeah. Carry it. yeah. And it's wicked,
1: best. isn't it? And it's brilliant because... every all of these skills that you're doing and you're learning within training it's not just good for right now for your training but it crosses over into all the movements you do in everyday life and you becoming more efficient in them and being able to do them for longer when you age
0: yeah and yeah your body's just going to stay stronger and healthier for longer
1: yeah and, and you want, you know, we all want to age. Well, I think most of us do want to age with the ability to be able to move around by ourselves yeah. for as long as possible. Yeah, that's
0: one of the biggest things, especially as an in-person, personal trainer. A lot of people come to me and they would want, their goal was to still play, be able to play on the floor with their kids or yeah. the grandkids, for example. Mm. So then being have, having the mobility and the stability to be able to get down to the floor and off the floor is a huge thing. And resistance training can really help that. Yeah, because you're gonna build the strength and the mobility and the speed to get up and down off the floor. Mm-hmm. Instead of just if you're if you're not resistance training, if you're just running or cycling something like that, it's not gonna give you the benefits of resistance training. Will no. resistance training is hands down the best exercise you can do for longevity of your body.
1: Yeah, it it, it challenges your body to move in different ways as well doesn't it and that's what's really great about it also is that it's not just that you're learning a new skill and you know you're being able to move better for longer you're you're giving yourself a new challenge and you're challenging yourself to move in ways that perhaps you haven't moved before because just like you said it's so easy when people go into cardio or they go into running you're doing the same movements over and over again yeah so you, you you can do it with your brain switched off yeah and obviously you're not getting the resistance training benefits but you're also you're not being able to challenge yourself yeah and it does, ways. yeah and it does
0: yeah challenges your mind as well and then this is how it can have so there's there's a meta-analysis in 2017 which showed the benefits had a significant oh sorry mm-hmm. resistance training has significant benefit on people with anxiety and this was through uh just people with just regular participants, their anxiety and people that had mental and physical illness, their anxiety as well. So it just helped across the board. And then there was another study in 2018, a similar meta-analysis, which showed the same for depression. So because I'm not sure the actual mechanisms are behind how it actually works, but because you just know exercise is so good for your mental well being anyway, I'm not mm-hmm. sure the exact, me- I don't even know if they know the exact mechanisms, but it helps with just just like mental clarity. It helps with so much.
1: Oh, it's like for me as well, I, I always have anxiety and you don't, the last thing you think you want to do is, is go out of the door and go to the gym or go and move because you're just in that horrible headspace. Yeah. But every single time it's the best thing you can do to take you out of that situation. Yeah. No one
0: has ever finished a gym session and be like, oh man, I wish I didn't do that.
1: No no
0: you'll never regret going to the gym
1: no and it it doesn't have to be crazy every time you go you you're just going to move your body and and take yourself away mentally from normal stresses of life and whatever's going on personally and it's it's amazing I always come out lifted I always come out ready to tackle work yeah ready to tackle things that I could not have done 45 minutes ago
0: yeah yeah and it puts your physiology in a better place like you it'll increase testosterone it'll increase growth hormone you'll be more more insulin sensitive uh and one cool thing actually for um so for example maybe diabetics or anyone that struggles with kind of carb uh insensitivities or insulin uh, sensitivities when you do resistance train irrespective of having insulin around there are these uh glucose transporters that will go to the edge of a muscle cell because you're of resistance trained. this this only happens from resistance training they'll go to the edge of a cell and they will uptake the glucose from the blood so it's a good way of getting glucose out of the blood and into the muscle irrespective of having insulin around so usually you have to have insulin around to for example unlock the cell to allow glucose in but irrespective of having insulin around the glute 4 transporters will come up to the cell and just pull it out of the system so it's a great way if people are dealing with pcos or can any kind of insulin resistant ailments mm-hmm. resistance training can really help there as well
1: yeah so i don't know if we've said it enough yeah. in the podcast probably,
0: Resistance training, people
1: you should probably resist should <laughs> yeah. yeah it's kind, it's kind of a big deal yeah it's a
0: big deal but there's um there's so many resources out there you can look on youtube there's a lot of places you can find decent ways to start resistance training we are actually going to put together some videos for our youtube channel yeah so we're going to put together a series of the foundational movements what you should focus on first and then we'll probably start putting together a few programs that you can follow
1: yeah definitely Um,
0: but if you do if anyone does have any questions on where to start if you haven't started or if you're a bit more advanced and you want to understand and a bit more on periodization of your programs or certain techniques or the time or the where certain exercises should go within your plan, then feel free to email us and we will get back to you and help you out.
1: Definitely. I do think when you look into start resistance training, I think it can be really overwhelming. Yeah, it and can it, be overwhelming. And it shouldn't be, it should be really simple. We, you need to focus on all the main. Well, I would say movements. if you
0: are if you are brand new to resistance training, I would recommend doing three full body workouts a week yeah that's a brilliant place to start and because you're so new to resistance training you will get what's called newbie gains and newbie gains is your body is because it's so new to this new stimulus of just resistance training your body will adapt to it very quickly it's only once you've been training for years and years on end then you have to get very, very specific with your training and everything has to be set up optimally to keep on gaining muscle or strength or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So this is why, this is why there's different, different, loads of different programs for loads of different things. But at the beginning, you will literally adapt to any program. Okay. So the, I would recommend is doing three full body workouts a week. This way, you're going to stimulate the muscle protein synthesis three times a week, and this is going to allow you to build more muscle strength, whatever your kind of goal is.
1: I think that's a good place to start and a good place to end.
0: Good place to start, good place to end. And that's another episode of Intelligent Training, Holistic Health. Thank you for listening.
1: Please do let us know if you have any topics you'd like us to cover as well, because we really like the feedback and would love yeah. to know what you guys want to hear from us. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.